Good day, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to part two of our previous special of FPL Pautia. So here we have today again. I mean, who else should we call? Right, the top in Sing what was the top in Singapore? Like? Top in Singapore. Top in, in Singapore, Singapore. You know, that's why we have Jeremy here with us today. Thanks for joining us on our second part of the show. And Ryan, why don't we share with our listeners what will be covered? Okay, this so special for episode. this part two, right? We will talk about must-have players okay. in our team. Uh, we'll talk about the five, the new five sub rule, the extra wild card during the wild card lah, open mm. inverted mm. wild card during the World Cup, yep. uh, season. Uh, we will share with you guys our draft teams going into game week one, yes. and also we will share some tips, mainly from Jaren. <laughs> tips on how to succeed FPL not from me or Sean yeah, but from I mean, no capacity too yeah, yeah. Yeah, because last week um, sorry on our previous episode we gave you the very very in-depth analysis of each team and which player you should have from each team and to consider as well so this time round on this episode we'll be talking about how do we strategize mm. what are the tips to take note of Yes. and how do we actually execute and have the main dish to make this season a Pauchia season. You right. know where you're coming from. So without further ado, yes. let's begin the okay. part two of our special episode. Must have players. Okay, okay. Jaren, do you want to start first? Yeah, Jaren, let's sure. go. Okay, so my three must have players is Trent, Robo, and Cancelo. And I feel like this season is the the, the real really the season for defenders. Okay. Yeah, because now especially with the five sub rule, I believe that defenders will be uh, more premium as compared to midfielders and forward because midfielders and forward have a higher probability of being subbed early as well. Yep. Yeah, so I believe that I think Trent, Robo and Cancelo will be the most important three players in the okay. game. So okay. yeah. you'll definitely build you'll definitely build your team around this three. Yeah, so I'm putting them three in my team and then I'm building around it. See I how see. money see how much money I have <laughs> Which is not a lot because so you're, you're not being biased because you're Liverpool fan, right? That's why include both Trent and Robo, right? It's a very objective no, it is fully objective. Even if I'm uh, an opposite fan, okay. I will have them in. Just like how last season, I have both James and Chilwell because <laughs> they're so good. Okay, okay. Yeah, I agree okay. with Jaren. Okay. Trent, Robo, Chancelo, must have. But that would take out like a big bulk of your... Yeah, I mean, do with right. it lah. Right. Then to live with it, right? Yeah, that's... Then how to afford uh, KDB? How to afford... Then uh, don't know. <laughs> don't afford. Uh, just play 5 or 5 zero, one oh. Oh, yeah, that's I've, five seen, one, I've no. seen a lot of uh, drafts with five at the back. Yeah. Right. yeah. So do you, do you think like this will be the template per se going to like season one this season? Uh, uh, game week one this season. The template this season is at least a four at the, four at the back. So at least at four least. Yeah, at least four because at the end of the day there's still like good uh, cheap defenders such as Neko Williams. Yes. Right? And yes. also a lot of 4.5 enablers right? yep. that can be used. So yeah. what do you say to those three at the back people? I think See it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> three at the back is the formation of the past. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. if you are casual, just go with three at the back lah. If you are taking yeah. this game seriously, go yeah. for at least four lah. Yeah, and I think that like the uh, how dynamic FPL is, we have to be adaptable la. Okay, okay, but in your opinion, right, with two Liverpool defenders, right, mm. will it be dangerous? Uh, it won't really be like dangerous. if they concede, then it's. Oh. Fuck man, this is yeah, yeah. That's that's true, but at the same time, I see them more as wingers, mm, in a sense, rather than yeah. Defenders. The way that Liverpool play, typically they operate as wingers. Yeah, yeah but, with uh, Fabinho and Henderson covering the the space left behind. Based on fixtures and how good Liverpool is, mm. uh, and also in preseason, mm. I do foresee them keeping like maybe seventy five percent of 
clean sheet in like maybe the first eight fixtures. Yeah. And yeah. the thing about Robo so, and TA, and right? And that's good enough to be honest. Yeah. True. So the thing about the Robo and TA is that you even though they concede, right? Mm. There's always a higher probability that they will be involved in the goal. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's like a winger with clean sheet potential. Yeah. yeah essentially. Yeah, essentially. Right? So actually. Yeah. Yeah, so completely uh, agree. Robertson and TAA, that's gonna add up to uh so 14.5 million plus Chancellor 21.5 million. That's like one fifth of your transfer budget. Got three players, really. Yeah, yeah. just nice. What 15 player, three player, one fifth or so. Uh. Pokemon, right? Yeah, no. just nice. Uh. <laughs> now, I've seen people that are putting in uh, Edison over Cancelo to save 1.5 million. Okay. However, I feel like Cancelo has that attacking output that, m- that is makes worth it worth it. It okay. makes it worth it. Yeah. So on our previous part, you are going for Rams still. This yeah. time now, are you still going for Rams still as of now? Yes, I would say Ramsdale is still the go-to keeper. He's still the go-to keeper. Yeah, I think at 5 million, he's good value. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Not the traditional managers like me, you know, the going for the 4.5 and the 4.0 and try to free up funds yeah, elsewhere. But it, I think in the past, is people people do that in the past because 4.5 uh, is cheap and then the next viable option is 5.5 and 6 million. Yes. I also yes. see yeah. that 4.5 keeper is all strategy. Yeah. No, really, really. Like, okay. like what, what uh, Jerem mentioned, right? Five at the back is like a new thing. Okay. Three at the back is the old thing, right? Four point five goalkeeper is really a old it's strategy. A, oh. Yeah. Okay. Because we must adapt, like, right? No, because if you look at last season, right? Uh. You look at Loris, Ellison. Their price at five five or five, right? Yeah, yeah. They are actually, if you if you break it down, uh, million point per million, right? They mm. are like the top, you know. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. like at a five million player, Ellison got like maybe at least 150 points and above mm. so yeah. why not yeah that's true right. that's true that's true I think last season the top keepers were probably Saar and Ramsdale mm. right these two very popular I think and they both started at 5 mil yeah. Mm. Yeah. no Ramsdale started at 4.5 yeah. oh yes right. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. started yeah. at 5 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a misplay by, by FPL yeah. so in your opinion it's still uh, Ramsdale play, taking your keeper's role la, at the oh, moment so. la, at the yeah, moment Ramsdale is still my first yeah. so yeah. for you it will be TAA Chancelo and mm. Robertson 21.5 million in defence in, in defence yeah. okay okay right. then in other words your other position all confirmed me to tighten up already right yeah we, right, we I think can we'll, talk about that we'll talk about that alright moving on to me mm. okay for me right sadly no Manchester United players the two players that I think that we all should have are firstly Reese James like I mentioned in the previous part he's the first player that popped up in, in, in my draft team because firstly Chelsea's fixtures looks amazing and secondly, he's just so powerful. And the fact that he, the age that he has over Chilwell and other players is that he can play right centre back, he can play right wing back. And so more nil la, yes, yes, nilness is. Yeah. If compare like six million to Ben Chilwell, right? Like there's no, it's, it's, it's no brainer la, for me. Okay. Rhys James gets the nod, and Haaland, eleven point five million. I mean, everybody is going for Jesus. Like my two good friends over here. <laughs> are all going for Jesus but I, I, I just feel that Man City is going to score a lot of goals no doubt no doubt that might be a probability that Man City's goals comes from everywhere you know but Haaland as the main man forward we all know that we are seeing more crosses that is quite unusual in Pep's style of play recently and Haaland is just too powerful so in my opinion Haaland although he is 11.5 million I still feel that he's totally worth the 11.5 million 
Right? How about you? You just want to sleep lah. Uh, I just want to sleep yeah, lah. Basically, I just for what kid has said lah. I just oh, want to sleep lah because oh, yeah. too many sleepless nights. Really. Yeah, I think uh, yeah. I think Haran will get at least twenty goals, if not maybe even twenty five. Yeah, but if Jesus get the same shit, that's where I'm gonna uh, suffer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm dead lah. <laughs> really, literally, man, I'm fucked lah. Seriously, yeah. so Haran must at least score thirty eight lah, minimum. Yeah. Okay, so for me, my must have players are Salah, Jesus, and Kane. So okay, I I I like to. I would love to go into why I'm okay. playing Kane instead of Haaland. Okay. Okay. So I, I do think that Haaland has the potential to hit twenty to twenty five goals, but okay. in my opinion, I don't think he's gonna do it. Like I don't think he'll get there. Okay. I mean the potential is there, but okay. I don't think it's there. Okay. But that that is not one of the reason why I chose Kane. Mm. Okay. For me is, uh, at the same price point, uh, Kane, easily I would say best. Finisher and best striker in the league right now. Yep, his striking ability in preseason, not just preseason lah, but in general, yep. especially in pre- this preseason when I watch him, right, is I have no words to describe. Like his finishing is like ten out of ten. And over the past two seasons, right, his playmaking has evidently gotten better. Yep. and his passes, his playmaking are actually as good as his striking ability. Mm. Last season, despite underperforming his expected goals. He had seventeen goals. Uh, you know he he usually he traditionally he had the what August curse like, Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. The August curse more already that. Yeah, but the thing is, despite slow starts, right? A uh, slow start, right? Yeah, he is still a kind of striker that can easily put like fifteen to twenty goals easily okay. every season. He's and the thing is preseason he's looking super super sharp. Um, mm. uh, another thing is, ever since Conte joined and took over Spurs, right? Yep. Kane is top for shots. Shots on target, big chances, expected goals, expected assists, not just in Spurs but in the entire Premier League. Mm. Okay, so a very impressive stats in my opinion. And the thing is, uh, there's a there's a there's this like article that I read right. Okay. They were comparing like, uh, let's say game week one to game week six, the amount of minutes that Haaland and Kane is going to play, mm. Kane. Will definitely be playing more minutes because we all know that Kane is super super new. Yes, he's the kind of striker that easily play ninety minutes every game. Even if he gets sub out, right, it's like eighty five minutes he gets yep. sub out and rest those kind. Yep. But for Haaland, right, uh, yes, I do think he's gonna start. But out of like let's say the first six game, right, maybe. Like if you add up the total minutes together, he will probably play like one full ninety minutes. Lesser than Kane. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I do feel that this is a decide, uh, very big decisive factor for me. So la. you think that Haaland will get sub off, then Pep will just play a force nine, lah. No ah, Alvarez is also uh, a striker. Alvarez will stick into the yeah, center yeah, yeah. forward and, position, and, and, and so many people can play Foden, the center forward. Yeah, like Foden, KDB, Mares also can play center forward. Mm. So, uh, definitely see rotation with Haaland. So I mean, these are the reasons that make me uh more inclined towards choosing Kane. Actually, that's true. Eh. Because yeah. right, for Kane, right, that's the focal point of attack. Every mm. attack will just go narrow towards him, cross yeah. towards no, him okay. and stuff. So, another thing is, Kane is a proven trigger in Premier League. Mm. Time and again, goals, 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 goals. Yeah. And, so there's also this uh, stats article that I read, right, on this uh, stats of new uh, Man City assets that's saying, they, were, they, they showed every player during their first season in City and their second season in City. So, yeah. Players like Sterling, Mahrez, uh, Grealish, all this, right? Yes. Their first season in City. Mm. Firstly, minutes will be managed. Yes. Secondly, output because it may be because of minutes or it may be because of 
uh, familiarity with tactics or whatever, okay. outputs are not that great. Understand. And it is a trend up till now. Okay. Maybe Harlan will break it, but in my own honest opinion, I don't see that. I honestly don't even think he can hit 25 goals. For Jesus, I think, okay, not much. 70% own. Most own uh, player, right? Yeah. Uh, central position. Underachieved his expected goals in four of the last five seasons. Hmm. Uh, and also, no other forward supplied more chances of 1.8 chances per 90 minutes in last season than Jesus. Okay. Yeah, so other than finishing, he may be a good provider as well. So, quite straightforward lah. You can't fight against the ownership, to be <laughs> honest. And with good fixtures, also a no-brainer. Yeah. Then, last but not least, Salah. Uh, also about 60% owned, right? Mm. Almost 60% owned. Best play, FPL player for a few seasons in the past few years. Very greedy, very goal-hungry on a very attacking team. On penalties, proven track record. As nailed for minutes as a premium can get. He and him and Kane are like the damn nailed for minutes premium. Mm. Like fitness monster, he's damn fit. Like when I see he's really damn fit. Uh for the long term, he's also not participating in World Cup. Maybe yeah. a set and forget option this season. And you know, for him, right, for the pro about having Salah is that he is an optimal captaincy choice for like sixty to seventy percent of all the fixtures. Yeah, I mean that was the yeah. saying last year. Yeah. in doubt, just captain Salah. Correct. So uh, there was a huge stretch of fixtures he didn't blank at yep, all. Correct. Right. It was like don't even need to think about captain, just Salah. Yeah. Right. So another fun fact: his past three game week one points right averaged <laughs> sixteen points. <laughs> wow. Okay. It's so, like giving you a nitro at the start. Yeah, so last season, one goal, if I'm not wrong, one goal, one assist. Previous season, hat trick. <laughs> so, against Wuhan, oh sorry, one goal, two assist last season, then hat trick the previous season. Mm. Uh, will you go against him playing against Wuhan? Yeah, especially because the Fulham boss said, I only have 16 senior players, <laughs> and that is not good enough for yeah. the family. So, right before the first game against Salah. Yeah. So, wow, triple captain. <laughs> I mean, Salah is not, <laughs> whether Salah or not in my team is not even a question. So, my captaincy is already set on Salah. I can't ask that. triple captain. No, la, no, la. no. Triple captain always save for double, double game. game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. Another straightforward yeah, options. Yeah. So, I think we have really um, so called. Tell you guys who the captaincy option B like, in a way. My right. Salah la. Uh, right. My Salah. <laughs> Salah no brainer la, right? Yeah, it's an easy pick. Okay, next uh, let's talk about the new five sub rules. Okay. Like, interesting. That's a very interesting mm, in my opinion. So how, how do you think it will affect like for uh, me personally right? assets and also the yeah, I think for me it will definitely affect first I have <laughs> Martinelli in my team currently yeah. and definitely it will definitely affect him because with these five subs right Martinelli will highly be sub off at a 60th minute or mm. even 70th minute mark for players like Pepe ESR and maybe even Anketia and stuff like that so yeah. to a certain extent um, which these five subs give the manager an option to rotate their team and rest their team for example if Man City or even Liverpool is winning 3-0, 4-0 up, Salah will be gone. They will, they will start to take off their key players because it only makes sense. And like what Jaron has said at the previous episode, right? He said that the fixtures will be more congested. So there's no point risking injuries and all. So all in all, I think that this 5 subs rule is... Um, everybody has to face it somehow, uh, some way or another. It's just some players like my Martinelli will have a higher probability of being sub off law. Yep. Yeah. What do you think, Jeremy? I think for the five sub rule, the first thing is that it will reduce the need for a very strong bench. Mm. 
Yeah, because in the past, people might get rotated, and when they get rotated, there's a chance that they might not come on. Yes. Yeah, so yes. that's how people will want to stack up on their bench. And last year, we saw that a lot of teams had really good benches. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I think this year with the five star blue, even if they don't start, the chance is that they're going to come on for one point. Yes. Yeah, which, which, zero, right? Which yeah. sucks, but. I, I think that's the thing that we have to anticipate. Yeah. So instead of investing the money into your bench, just pour everything into your first team. Uh, yeah, and your bench, just let it be cheap. Let it be those kind of just two-pointers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when it comes to like your bench for the bench folder, when it comes to 4.5 million or 4.4 million like enablers even, like a tip that Ryan has been sharing with me is that if you don't know who to choose, choose the one that's least chosen, right? Because mm. you don't want it to affect the price value. Yeah, okay. Firstly, for for bench right you have to choose someone that is ideally someone that is new yeah but mm. there aren't many options yes right? so but if you were to compare uh two players that are both not new right yeah. just choose the person who has lower ownership yeah because you would not want your 4.5 million to drop into a 4.4 million value yes it will really affect you a lot yes yeah it will make your your decision from like uh uh, Robo like actually you can buy Robo but may- now you can 6.9 you only yeah. can buy Van Dyke correct, you know correct. and it's, it's a huge difference correct. in potential points and when you choose a a bench for the just don't change don't change it around yeah, yeah, just yeah. stick with that one mm-hmm. yeah yeah. so I think uh, the 5 sub rule right, I think there are pros and cons okay. like one of the pro is uh, what Jerome mentioned right with the bench uh, like don't really need to make use of our bench la, yeah. because 5 sub rule maybe our first 11 well, it never start also will get one point mm. so uh, there's also no need to you know have headaches or you don't need to put money into your bench and another thing is I don't think people need to be very wary of the 5 sub rule because like, I, I feel that a lot of people because of the 5 sub rule then they tend to like overthink a lot because based on stats right uh, last time when after the COVID period there were a period of time in 9 games uh, teams had the chance to make five subs, yep. up to five subs. So according to stats, right, only six teams made uh, five subs more than half the uh, more than half of the nine games. Okay. Okay. So only like six teams, fourteen teams, right, didn't even use up all five subs in more than half of the nine games. Okay. Okay. And there are four teams that didn't use up all 5 subs in all of the 9 games so I feel that even with 5 subs right uh. managers I mean manager their, their main thing is try to win the game yes they won't like sub because for the sake of subbing for the sake of subbing yes. you know? they will just try to win the game with uh. whatever substitute they can make so I, I don't feel that with the 5 sub rule right every manager is gonna make 5 sub every single game mm. so for me is yes it will affect the the, the, the team the assets the FPL assets but don't need to overthink la. Mm. Yeah, don't need to wait. So if it happens, it happens. Right? You can't control it. Over- overly involved in mm. the five subs will because not all managers will actually utilize mm. it. This season is very special because during World Cup, right? Oh, uh, yeah. During the long break, we are able to uh, make unlimited transfers, which which essentially is another World Cup. Yeah. Right. So uh, we have to play one World Cup before game week sixteen, and mm. during game week sixteen to seventeen, the long break. It's another wild card, yeah. Right, in a way, so, uh, what are your thoughts on like having two wild card in like the first seventeen game weeks? I think this allows you to do early wild card. Yeah. Right. So okay, yeah. That, <laughs> that's that's where you can't do that. Okay, so I feel that right because we can have uh do early wild card or let's say, 
I think a lot of managers are looking at wild carding at uh, game week roughly game week eight to nine mm, when yeah. there's an international break. Yes. Right. So, uh, I feel that in my opinion, right, with two wild cards early on, right, you can actually take punts and go a bit more aggressive okay. early on. Yeah. So let's say like punts like five million by with good fixtures. Yeah. I think if you are feeling it, go for it. Mm. You know because. Worst come to worst, wild card game week four la, yeah, like, like you said, yeah, and and like ten game weeks later, you already can wild card yeah. again. So, yeah. yeah, I think for me the good thing is that you can be more aggressive and take more punts early mm. on and That's try true. to get a hit start. Like yeah, Ryan, you start right. your strategy one season too early la. <laughs> You yeah. start this season perfect eh, la. <laughs> Well, yeah, but I, I think that's true la, because mm. if you start your like you got more things to play around because I give me eight. Okay, on the most I just walk along and give me eight. Mm. Because yeah. I got three ma, I can afford two ma. Mm. Yeah, so you must use actually. Yeah, you, if you, not you'll go to waste. Correct, yeah, correct. Yeah. It doesn't make sense not to use it la, yeah. basically. That's where the players, the five million players like Leon Bailey actually comes yeah. into contention because like even if he's not mute, then I just sub him, sub him away yeah. yeah. But it's a good thing, like in my opinion. What do you think, Jen? I think it's good because you can take more risks, as you said, be more aggressive, mm. right? To bring in players that you usually wouldn't bring in, but mm. players that have very high ceiling. Mm. Mm. So perhaps those uh, I think one good example is Spurs wingbacks. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, Spurs wingbacks or Man City wingers. Mm. Okay. Yeah, or maybe just Man City players in general. Right. Right. Ma- I think players like Mares, Foden, or even Bernardo Silva. I think Bernardo Silva could do quite okay this season as well mm, okay. right, given that there's less competition meaning that it's going to start stays, yeah it's going to start yeah. more start more games as well yeah so I think it allows you to take these puns and these puns often will not be uh, will not punish you so badly because yeah. 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 in the past if you take these puns you have to take a hit to take them out again yes. yeah. 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 but now it's just a wild card yeah. Right. Yeah. because I remember yeah. last season I took like a couple of points because I have no choice I have to do it already I think that the, the, the tip is to try to do your wild card uh, within the first ten game weeks, mm. right to maximize the use of that first wild card. If yeah. not, if if not, it's uh, a bit gone to waste. Yeah. I feel. Bit too late, right? Yeah. Like. A bit too yeah. late. Don't, don't, don't use it too late, lah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sixteen one is fixed. Yeah. It's a fix. You have to use that game week. Traditionally, a lot of people, a lot of managers will want to do use their first wild card during the international break, because that's when we have a good gauge, you know, from game week one all the way to like game week eight, yeah. which and is also, the expected uh, one, right? In in the event of any injuries yes. while on international Correct. duty. So you got give me one to give me eight. I think that it's more than enough time for an English Premier League team to solidify settle and settle and down la. And more information la. Definitely yes, you will be able yes. to get more information. Precisely because yeah. as of now we still have doubts whether it's Ronaldo leaving or is Marshall yeah. how is he gonna perform? Window transfer also will be closed. Yes. So yes. yeah, every definitely a lot more information to. <laughs> it will be more easier on our side as well. Yeah. Okay, so moving on, we will talk about our team. Okay. okay. I think a lot of listeners are interested in Jaren's team. In Jaren's team. <laughs> 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 team. But in Jaren's team. Okay, so okay, Jaren, why not Jaren start first then? No, no, we save the, the best for the last oh, okay, one. Okay, okay, okay. Since you you say that I this year might as well don't try, right? I'll go first lah. Okay. Okay. So for this yeah, I think now y'all can go take a break, right? Uh, five years later, want to be Western number one or Singtel number one, right? Can just tune in to me, ah. Uh. Okay. I'll be going for as of now, as of now, subjected to change. I'll be going for two lead keeper, Meisler and Clayson. For the back, five as of now will be Chancelo, Trent, Rhys James, Nicole Williams, and Ben White. So these are the five defenders that I'm going in for. And I'm pretty confident they will all start in game week one to at least game week three. The only concern here, two concerns. Firstly is Nicole Williams, will he adapt to, will Nottingham be a whipping boys? But 4 million, I'm not expecting much. 
And secondly is Ben White because Tomiyasu will be easing in and so will he lose his place as a centre-back or even a right-back. Moving up top to the midfield segment, I have Martinelli, Salah, Marcus Rashford, Andres Pereira and a 4.5 million um, enabler. La. Currently it's Kovac but subjected to change again. <laughs> Strikers, I have both Haaland and Kane. So that's where the bulk of my purchase is, is lying at. La. Okay. I don't have Jesus, and which I'm very concerned very... about. Yes, and I don't have Robo as well, which I really, really want him in my team, but I just cannot afford him anymore. So I'm moving into this season with like a 5-3-2 formation, all in on my defense. And actually, so, so I have the option to play around. If Nico Williams, Nottingham Forest is playing a bad game week, I'll put in Andres Pereira, vice versa. That's why I'll switch around my formation. But the confirmed starting players are... Chancello, TAA, Rhys James, Martinelli, Salah, Rashford, and Kane, and Haaland. So these few players that I've mentioned just now will confirm start. Whereas, Andres Pereira and Nico Williams will play the... I'll switch them around depending on the game week moving forward. Right. I think this is a bit risky because Martinelli and Rashford are not guaranteed starters Yes, well. yes, yes. So, it depends. Don't Rashford... Don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me. No, because for Rashford, right, it depends... I think it strongly depends on the Ronaldo situation. Mm, so, yeah. if Ronaldo leaves, Rashford will be... I would say definitely start. The probability of him starting is higher. Yeah. Martinelli, 60 minutes, no? that's mm. what I'm going to expect. But then again, for the bracket of 6 million, right, maybe yeah. I will be inclined to... Tune down to turn it down a bit to Leon Bailey. I never yeah. know. I so think I think your team structure is worrying because <laughs> you have you have to start Michael Williams or Andres Pereira every game. Right? Yes, yes, yes. Correct. So which it's a gamble. Pro- which is the problem. problem? Okay, okay, okay. But it, it helps him to sleep, lah. Oh yeah, la. At least I guess. <laughs> but it's cool to see the the premium. Yeah, premium yeah, yeah, draft. Yeah, 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 so it's a draft. very very premium draft as you can see, lah. It's the premium draft. Okay, yeah. so. I mean, I'm a leader, la, not a follower. Okay. Hey, Mr. Follower, Ryan. Yeah. So, who will you be going for? Okay, so I'm currently uh, like in between two drafts right now. Uh, my team basically will definitely play 5 at the back. I'm pretty like set on that. La. So, okay. formation-wise, 5-3-2. Uh, yeah, 5-3-2. So, I have to bank on my starting 11 to play every week. Okay. And my first start is Pereira, but I don't intend to start even Pereira. use him or start him. So, uh, first one will be Ramsdale keeper James. Well, now you also follow Jaren. Well, I got two drafts, right? Okay, so okay. one is Ramsdale keeper James Walker, Chancellor Perisic, Trent Perisic, Diaz, Salah, Martinelli, Kane, and Jesus. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's one. Uh, another draft will be Mendy, Robo, Trent. Ben White slash Saliba, Chancelo Walker, Martinelli Salah, Mason Mount, Kane Jesus. I don't hear so, any Man City midfield or strikers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not pro Haaland, what I said really well. But I'm any KDB, um, like Foden, no, okay, so, no. So I am a strong believer of two premiums because I think two premiums gives the most balance to the structure, your, stru- your structure and your squad. Okay. And the thing is, because I'm quite adamant on going heavy at the back. So okay. if you were to go heavy at the back, right, you it's very hard <laughs> to make a premium. Team. Yes, yes. Yeah, so Impossible. Uh, two premiums yeah. is uh, my, I mean, this is the direction of my heading. Heavy at the back, two premiums, and a lot of wing backs. Oh. A lot of wing backs. You sure you don't have a three draft or not? Later on, to scam us again, one draft three down there. 
don't have really don't, don't have, have yeah okay. so core players would I would say I mean the players that remain the same would be Salah, Kane, Jesus Walker, Chancelo, Trent these are very very key players I, I would say Robo is very key as well but uh, in one draft I don't have him because I just cannot find the money yeah that's all yeah okay right Okay, the more important Ayah. one. Guys, y'all can come back already. I like, yeah. can pay close attention. <laughs> okay, so um, the team that I'm going with is Ramsdale in goal. Okay. Right, and back, my back, I'm using a back four. So it's uh, Rhys James, Alexander Arnold, Cancelo, and Robertson. Okay. Right. I'm using uh, I have four starting midfielders Salah, Martinelli, Rashford, and Neto. Okay. And my two strikers are Kane and Jesus. No, so same situation, ma. Martinelli and Rashford, same as me, ma. Yeah, that's why I mentioned it to you because it applies <laughs> to me too. <laughs> right. So and, he knows your yeah. Oh. And and on the on the bench, I have Danny Ward. Hopefully, he he, he plays. Right, right, right. I think you're right. the most popular four point. Yep. Four. Point yeah. Point, yeah. And then uh, I have uh, Neko Williams, Andreas Pereira, and then uh, this dude called Archer from. Uh, right. Aston, Aston Villa yeah, okay. yeah. He did start pre-season But I don't think He's gonna start also But, yeah, but I'm, I'm quite happy With this Because I have yeah. Neko Williams And Pereira Which right. I believe Both will play mm. okay. On my yes. bench yes. Yeah The only worry That I have Is my midfield I think the rest Of the team I'm very happy okay. Just the midfield I have Martinelli Rashford and Neto This tree is Super sus I don't yeah, know right, right. I, I feel like But it's that They're all super cheap also. But also easily yeah. One of them Could be Could be like the next Bowen, like last year's Bowen. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. you never know lah. Right, it could be one of the, like, it could be Martinez breakout season. Yeah, 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 true. Or it could be like Rashford's redemption season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So when I have it, you think I'm a joke. Now when Jaren... I didn't say you are a joke. Now when Jaren have I, it, then I, you say that, hey, actually you can be the no, next Bowen. Or... I, I asked you to go for your team. What? I never said that. Yeah, you, you said it sarcastically. I didn't last. You didn't take my team seriously. No. What the hell? I mean, it's it's essentially, we are going for the same team, no? Just no, that. No, you're not. You are a Trimian team. He's a. He's a. Yeah, okay. Let me, let me rephrase it in what Jeremy will say. Oh, I'm no, going for. Pickford is Pickford. I mean, I'm going to change to Weisler. Okay. So, okay, let me rephrase in Jaren's tone. No, oh, oh, technically, is, I'm going for. No, okay. So your biggest issue here is that Neko and. Neko Williams and Pereira has to play. Either one. Yeah. Yeah, which is not an ideal situation. What? It's so different from his team. But I got Halan. Yeah, okay, that which is also different, right? How long every game we're gonna score two goals, you know what? Okay, do that. Because <laughs> it's Erling Haaland. So in Chinese, it's just 2 0 Haaland. Uh, <laughs> I think I did this job. <laughs> That's why, guys, I think my team really look not bad, what? Correct, ah? Uh? I agree. I think not bad, lah, uh, not bad. Okay. Right. Yeah, we'll see for five game weeks. <laughs> so, hey, give me five, we invite you back on the show, and then we'll review about this. Give me one to review. Okay, then again, right. disclaimer. Yeah. Disclaimer. Subject to change. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you, change, you confirm change. I tell you guys, strong common change on. He's 100% changing. He will just end up copying Jaren's team. Yeah, which is what you did. Uh. I didn't. Uh. I fight at the back, bro. With Rams deal. No, I fight at the back. I never play Neto. I never play Rashford. Okay, anyway, mine is subjected to change. May the best man wins, like, anyway. May the best man win, uh. Yeah. Anyway, the final Western voucher coming to me, just saying, Jaren. You test me. <laughs> no way. Okay, anyway. Last but not least, okay. of course, the most important thing, tips on how to succeed in FPL, right? You, you can mean, have all the best players in your squad and everything, yeah. but... That's where Ryan said out, right? Tips. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I said out, right? Uh, last season, what tips you want? <laughs> okay, okay uh, but uh, this is also a very important aspect yeah, of FPL. Because true. there are some, like, rules, uh, unspoken rules, like, okay. like, one should follow in order to have a better chance of winning mini-leagues and... Like Captain Salah, or...? Uh, okay. Is that one of the rules? Okay, why not, why not Jaren share first? Okay. Like, yeah, some rules that 
They made you so successful. Yeah. They made you so like, tired. Buy, right. buy last season. Okay, so actually I've been playing FPL for like four to five mm. years, and mm. before the last season I wasn't doing so well because I was quite a casual. So I like okay. I always knee jerk and stuff. Uh. Yeah, but last season I think I followed three main principles, okay. which are, I'll share about. Okay, so the first one is that I would always choose wing backs over centre backs. Mm. Yeah, so if I had a choice between like Robo and Van Dijk, I always go Robo. Yeah, okay. if I had a choice between like Chilwell and uh, Rudiger, I always go Chilwell. Okay. okay. Yeah, so I I did that all I guess like the whole season. Mm. Yeah, and the second thing is to uh plan and to make data driven decisions. Mm. Yeah, so last season I really spent quite a lot of time listening to different podcasts, listening to different content creators come and uh hearing what they have to what they have to say about. Uh, each player hearing uh, different opinions I think it's very important to hear different opinions because yep, yep. if you keep hearing the same opinion you'll start to believe that it's the best without considering alternative opinions mm. right and to see all the uh, different data like for example uh, what is their expected uh, what's their ex- uh, XG the expected mm. goals expected assists how have they been performing on the pitch right because I think sometimes when you just watch the game and you see a player miss the miss a goal you're like oh this player's trash mm. but yeah. actually it doesn't necessarily mean that way mm. right it means that he's created his is involved in chances, yep. right? Which yep. means that the probability is that he's gonna score the next time. Precisely, right? It's better than players that, you know, they they score when they have the chance, but they only have the chance once every five games. Antonio. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> information right. is king. Yeah. Right. So I would say that yeah, Stats. information is king, and it's very important to plan. For me, I I usually just use my Apple Notes and I'll plan like my transfers for like the next five six game weeks. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I would ensure that I don't have to take any unnecessary hits. Okay. Yeah, okay. so I'll say that that's very, very important. Mm. Uh, and then the last thing is just not to let one game week affect your plans too much. Okay. Yeah, so just to be very patient. It's almost like uh, a stock market. If the if your <laughs> stock dips, just, okay, just be patient mm. and be, uh, be calm about it. True. Right, because if you make uh, too many knee-jerk decisions, that's when you're... Your your rank will just yeah. Plumber, yeah. Wire, la, yeah, your rank will plummet. Once you start chasing, don't chase points because once you start chasing points, that's when your your rank will, will mm. go can down. Can be deluded sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I would say that those are like the three main principles that I followed that yeah. allowed me to very to, insightful principles. Uh, get, so if you I want guess, to be top three, better follow these three better principles. Yeah. Three principles. Yeah. Okay, do you have anything to share, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> do you have anything to share, Sean? Or you tell me, do you have anything to share with Sean? No, I think. Oh, do you have anything to share? I thought this season never start this way, Anything to share with Sean already, yeah? No. Okay. To be honest, um, over I I think I did pretty pretty well last season. It's my best season so far, la. So last season, seriously speaking, like what Jeremy has mentioned, information is king. Really, you need to have like statistics and stuff like that. And to be honest. Ever since Ryan and I started this FPL Pauta show, right, I've been more involved in the game and the good guys over the FPL only like has been feeding us information time and time again. So information is key because I, I like to read from Reddit, get my sources on Reddit and stuff like that because you hear from different opinions and different like I'm a United fan, so to a certain extent, like it or not, like will be biased towards that particular club. Like it or not, you you you'll be like this. So you need somebody else, a third party point of view to tell you like, hey. Like for example, Villa, you need to think of this player. Jacob Ramsey was the hidden gem that I uncovered last season because I got it from, from, from Reddit. Then I watched him play. I think it's pretty fantastic. So firstly, information is king. And secondly, it's, um, it's a strategy that I ad- adopted from Ryan as well. Is At the start of the season, team value is always the most important because at the midway through the season, the extra 3 million, extra 4 million or what's not makes a very, very crucial part in settling your remaining thing, your final push. So team value, yes, I was pretty to the extent like every day I will monitor 
percentage, which team, which player will rise in price, which player will drop in price, and because you don't want to miss out on the 0.1, you don't want to lose any money from there. Yeah, so, and lastly is, Ryan is a stats guy. We all know from the previous season, I'm more of a kind of feeling, kind vibes. of gunche. Yeah, vibes. the vibes that they give, you know, and stuff like that, the overall gameplay and stuff. Mm. So, I feel that, yes, that's important, but the overall gameplay is important as well in terms of who is playing who and like, you know, it's like can't, can't be, a team cannot be always losing in a way and a player can't be blanking every season so when would they suddenly have the haul and before they have the haul and one thing to take note of is when to avoid the bandwagon or even when to jump on the bandwagon don't be too hasty like, in that decision so yeah Ryan how about you? I think so you mentioned yep. one thing is that to be very wary about price changes yep. I, think, I think that's something that I learned last season which is that um, it, it's actually better not to be not to look too much at the okay. price changes okay. Yeah, because I realized that in the past I would make premature decisions. Ah. Yeah, while I was looking at the price changes, they said that it's gonna change tonight. Then I'm like, wow, I have yes, to, I, I have I to, it. Wow. I have to make the change now. Correct, correct. And I make the change now, and suddenly some there's a certain development. Someone gets injured, mm. or a certain uh, ma- the, a, manager, a manager says something about a certain player that I'm gonna yep. start this player. Mm. Right, and this information is more I think has more value than that zero point one. That's ah. what I learned from, okay. from okay. past season. Okay, okay, Yeah. So Ryan, how about you? Yeah. Uh, I think Jeremy made a lot of good points So did Sean uh, I think Okay so another note is that Captaincy I think is very important mm. uh, For me personally I think To have a strong season right Captaincy is something that You shouldn't take a punt on Okay Yeah so Captaincy you should just go for You know your reliable premium option Because A good Captain choice In one week right Can save your entire Game week yeah, You know like means. Your entire 10 other players Can blank But if your one Captain like Hat trick only right yeah. You will still have A decent week Yeah to be honest We've seen it time and time again Last season yeah. really. And uh, like what Jaren said One very important thing Is don't be too reactive Don't need your Trust your process And trust your team And trust why You had them In your first place And To you know To even have them In your team right You, you should be you should have already planned them out. Like. Yep. Don't don't make like short term transfers, don't make short term picks, don't waste your hits. Yep. Every single transfer is very important. And also last but not least, I strongly believe form over fixtures. Mm. Yeah. If the fixtures okay, I feel that FDR right is a bit misleading. Yes. Sometimes. Yes. You know? If the SBR, FDR show green right, it doesn't really mean it's a green light. Or like if it shows red, it doesn't really mean it's a red. When Kane is on red hot form, he can score against City, he can score against Liverpool, he can score against United. Yeah. So, fixtures isn't everything, really. Mm, it's yeah. a form. Yeah. yeah, that's it. We hope that you guys enjoyed the two parts of our pre-season special. And a very, very big thank you to, to Jaren for taking time out to yeah, be with you. Yeah, I, I hope that you had fun because yeah. like we are very honoured to have you yes. to be on really, our show. Very yeah, Because to share your expertise and how you actually plan your team, how you actually did so well in the previous season. Thank you guys once again for tuning into this show and we wish you all the best yes. in this upcoming season. May the FPL gods be in your favour. Yep, we are looking forward to a very, very exciting English Premier League season upcoming and don't forget to check us out on FPL Power on Instagram. Yes, and, and also please join our uh, free to join league. We will yep. definitely be giving away free prizes so mm. there's really nothing for you guys to lose. Uh, join uh, our good guys over at uh, Telegram group chat. Yeah, FPL Onila. Yes. Also free to join. Yeah. And also the kind admins will donate free grab either grab voucher or like bubble tea almost every week. Yeah. Uh, free to join also. They also have a free league where you can win 
prices. Yeah. Yeah. So really nothing for you guys to lose. Uh, join, share, subscribe, share with all your friends. Uh, yeah, and thanks for tuning in. Oh, last but not least, yeah. if you have any other questions which we didn't address, right, feel free to just drop us a DM. Sean and I will try to our best to answer your question. Yeah, we'll try to get Jaron to answer, la, not just. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you once again, ladies and gentlemen, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Once again, we are FBL Pauzia! Yeah.